You're listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. Each week, we will be bringing you a pub quiz style program with five rounds of varying themes consisting of eight questions each. We also start every episode with a bonus anagram, which will be due at the end of the episode after the answers for round five. If you'd like, we have a PDF scoring sheet available on our website, TriviaTimePodcast.com, which you can use to answer along. Each correct answer will be worth one point unless specified otherwise. Get together with your trivia team or play solo at home or on the go because it's trivia time. Welcome to episode 96 of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I am your host, Kelly Sharon, and I'm joined by our quiz master, Ricky Lime. Hi there. So everybody has one more week to check out our visual round on our website. This one is the mashup between video games and food, and it's pretty clever. So make sure and check it out. Check it out. Also, huge thanks to Bridget and Tony for becoming patrons. Woo! Thanks so much for the support. It really means a lot to us. And speaking of patronage, patronage, I'm not really sure what the correct term is there. <laughs> we have some really fun stuff cooking for the August Patreons. There's some bonus materials that Kelly and I will be recording and editing. Full-on extra episode. A really cool circus-themed music round, a general knowledge round, and also an extra visual round. So if you feel like you can't get enough of Kelly and I, (laughs) you should consider giving a couple bucks a month and getting some extra episodes because it's worth it. Am I right? Absolutely. More trivia time. In addition to shout outs and cute mail. The cutest. A few weeks back, we hit 200,000 downloads total and I did a tuxedo cannonball pool situation. So if you missed that, make sure you follow us on social media. All right, it's time to get to our bonus anagram of the week. This will be due at the end of our program after we reveal the answers to round five, so you have plenty of time to work on it. Our bonus anagram this week is into crusty. I-N-T-O-C-R-U-S-T-Y. And the question that goes with this anagram is, what actor portrays the character Joe in the 1959 classic Some Like It Hot, a jazz saxophone player and impulsive ladies' man? Moving on to round one. Round number one is called Space Junk, with inspo from the billionaire douchebag recent feats in the race for space, this out-of-this-world general knowledge round contains answers that are space-themed. Question number one. In Roman mythology, what goddess is often portrayed as Cupid's mother? Question number two. Which one of Santa's reindeer was originally named in the classic holiday poem, The Night Before Christmas, and appeared as the coach at the Reindeer Games in the 1964 Rankin-Bass Stop Motion Holiday Classic? Question number three. Which mind-blowing classic Chevrolet muscle car was produced for 16 years and was featured in Pulp Fiction, where a young passenger gets his head blown off in the back seat. Question number four. 
What is the chemical element with the symbol HG that is commonly known as quicksilver and formerly known as hydrogyrum? Question number five. What hit 2006 alt-rock song by the band Muse opens with the lyrics, Oh baby, don't you know I suffer? Oh baby, can you hear me moan? You caught me under false pretenses. How long before you let me go? Question number six. What is the common nickname for the state of Texas? Question number seven. Fill in the blank with this famous Gandhi quote. Blank provides enough to satisfy every man's needs, but not every man's greed. Question number eight. Starring Sybil Shepard and Bruce Willis as private detectives, what popular comedy drama TV series aired in the 1980s on ABC. We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round one, space junk. Question number one. In Roman mythology, the goddess that is often portrayed as Cupid's mother is Venus. Venus. Question number two. Santa's reindeer, who was originally named in The Night Before Christmas and appeared as a coach in the Rankin-Bass stop-motion holiday classic, was Comet. Looking real cute with that little butch baseball hat and that little whistle situation. (laughs) Comet's a cutie. Yes, very cute. Hey, coach. (laughs) Super cute. Question number three. The Chevy muscle car that was featured in Pulp Fiction during a particularly gory scene was a Nova. Cool car, gnarly scene. Very gnarly. A classic scene. Classic Tarantino. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Question number four. The chemical element with symbol HG that is commonly known as quicksilver is mercury. Question number five. The 2006 Muse single that opens with the lyrics, Oh baby, don't you know I suffer? Oh baby, can you hear me moan? Is Supermassive Black Hole. Good song, cool video. Question number six. The common nickname for the state of Texas is the Lone Star State. Question number seven. According to Gandhi, Earth provides enough to satisfy every man's needs, but not every man's greed. 
Honestly, I think it depends on the man and it depends on the needs. Yeah. This quote feels like it predicts our current rich guy going into space spree. (laughs) And it also is pretty general. Go back to the drawing boards, Gandhi. (laughs) We have critiques. (laughs) Question number eight. The Sybil Shepherd and Bruce Willis popular 1980s comedy drama TV series was Moonlighting. Moving on to round two. Round number two is our audio round. This one is long overdue. Michael, this one's for you. Both Rocky and Michael, a lovely couple from Virginia, recently became patrons, and Rocky emphasized how happy Michael would be if we did an EDM-themed music round. So here we go. This one is called Up in the Club, and it is a music round of EDM club remixes of popular songs. You will get a half point for song title and a half point for recording artist. You do not need to know the DJ responsible for these remixes. Thank you, Michael and Rocky. Yeah, thanks. One. Things look so bad everywhere. In this whole world, what is fair? We walk the line and try to see. Seven. Give me a second, I, I need to get my story straight. My friends are in the bathroom getting higher than the Empire State. My lover, she's waiting for me just across the bar. My seat's been taken by some sunglasses, asking about a scar. And I know I gave it to you months ago. Eight. Silver over everything The river's all wet 
Here are the answers for round two. Up in the club. <laughs> Up in the club. <laughs> so stupid. We're going to give you both the original recording artist and the remix artist, but you only needed to name the original recording artist. Song number one was Higher Love by Whitney Houston, remixed by Kygo. Song number two was OMG by Usher, remixed by Disco Fries. Song number three was Believer by Imagine Dragons, remixed by Cascade. Song number four was TikTok by Kesha, remixed by Fred Falk. Song number five was Pursuit of Happiness by Kid Cudi, remixed by Steve Aoki. Song number six was Please Don't Stop the Music by Rihanna, remixed by DJ Prime Tracks. Song number seven was We Are Young by F.U.N., remixed by Alvin Risk. And song number eight was Heads Will Roll by the Yeah Yeah Yeahs, remixed by A-Track. So even though I'm a very low-energy human, I love a good remix. They're fun. There's some good ones on this list. That Whitney Houston remix. Oh, I, that's one of my favorites. It's so good. The Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's remix is really awesome as well. Pursuit of Happiness is such a rad song that any version of it I will always love. Also, that Rihanna remix was actually done by a friend of the podcast and up-and-coming DJ. Love that one. If you enjoyed it, you should check him out, DJ Prime Tracks, P-R-I-M-E-T-R-A-X. He has a SoundCloud. His stuff is really awesome. Yeah, check it out. Moving on to round three. Round number three is called We The Best. Stepping aside from this year's controversies, this classic subject round is all about the Olympics. Question number one. What century did the first Olympics Games take place in Greece? Hint, it was the same century that the Scandinavian Vikings began raiding European coasts and the epic poem Beowulf was composed. Question number two. What is the only city in South America that has hosted the Olympic Games? Question number three. There are five colors of rings on the Olympics logo. List all five for a point. Question number four. The first official Olympic mascot was named Waldi and was introduced at the 1972 Games in Munich. 
What breed of dog was Waldy? Question number five. What two continents are the only continents to have never hosted the Olympic Games? Question number six. American swimmer Michael Phelps holds the record for the most gold medals with a whopping 23. Tied in a far second with nine gold medals each are two American athletes. List one of them for a point. Question number seven. The 2021 Tokyo Summer Games will see the return of what two sports that haven't been included since 2008? Hint, these sports are close to one another and are very popular in both Japan and America. Question number eight. Who is the first African-American athlete to win Olympic gold in the Winter Games? She did so in 1988 in the sport of figure skating. Who is this legend? We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round three, we the best. The Olympics really took a downturn for me. <laughs> the controversies, the spins on things, it's just been a total bummer. I mean, Shikari was the one I wanted to see the most. I know, me too. It's like beyond disappointing and ridiculous. We are lucky to have her. Last time I checked, that's not performance enhancing. Thank you. Yeah, weed doesn't make you go faster. <laughs> Total garbage. So ridiculous. Question number one. The century that the first Olympics Games took place in Greece was the 8th century. Question number two. The only city in South America that has hosted the Olympic Games is Rio. Was that the one where the pool was green? Yeah, those Rio games were a mess. Or it was like algae pool situations? I think so. They like diverted a bunch of money from like basic needs for people to building all this infrastructure that they don't need. Oh, bummer. Yeah. Question number three. The five colors of rings on the Olympics logo are black, red, green, blue, and yellow. And you needed to list all of them for a point. Pop quiz, Kelly. What were the color of the five rings in the Christmas classic, The Twelfth Day of Christmas? Gold? Correct. Five golden rings. Ding, ding, ding. Question number four. Waldi, the first Olympic mascot introduced in Munich at the 1972 Games, was a dachshund. A.K.A. A wiener dog. So cute. Wienerschnitzel. Silliest dogs. Oh, I like those little lowriders with the long ears. They cute, they cute. Me too. And they'll put up with things like sweater vests and things. Oh yeah, they put up with it all. <laughs> Apparently each new set of games introduces a different mascot. Do you know what the mascot is for this year's games? Racism? COVID. <laughs> <laughs> 
sad. <laughs> Question number five. The two continents to have never hosted the games are Africa and Antarctica. Pretty soon, Antarctica will be hosting the summer games. Womp womp. <laughs> With their mascot, Gary the Glacier. <laughs> Pop quiz. Name one city in Antarctica. I have no idea. <laughs> Question number six. The two American athletes tied in a distant second after Michael Phelps with nine gold medals each are Carl Lewis of track and field and Mark Spitz of swimming. And you needed to list one of them for a point. Speaking of Michael Phelps, do you know what he also partakes in besides athletics and winning a bunch of gold medals? Weed. Yes, he sure does. Lots of weed. Question number seven. The 2021 Tokyo Summer Games will see the return of baseball and softball. And you needed to list both for a point. Did you hear who was coaching the USA softball team? No. Comet. Oh, nice. <laughs> Comet the Butch Reindeer. <laughs> so cute. My name is Comet. And even though I'm your instructor, I want to be your pal. Go sports. Question number eight. The first African-American athlete to win Olympic gold in the Winter Games in 1988 was Debbie Thomas. Moving on to round four. Round number four is a fun one. I've been looking forward to this one. It is called Celebrity Smash-Ups. Each question in this round provides clues to three famous people. The answer will be a mashup combo of their three full names. I have an example for Kelly to read. For example, the question is, a new musical supergroup just formed. Hit songs from these three musicians include Super Freak, How Sweet It Is, and Blank Space. And the answer is, Rick James Taylor Swift. And just a tip, sometimes the order of the celebrity names do not necessarily go in the order of the clues. Question number one. The lead singer of the Culture Club is teaming up with Half of Wham to perform a private show for the retired basketball star behind the number 23. Question number two. Dueling pianos. The men behind the hits Rocket Man and Danka Shen are composing a new song about the popular Western actor, also known as the Duke. Question number three. Damn Gina. The bad boy comedian and the king of Latin pop are paying tribute to the TV host and wonderful creator of champagne music. Question number four. The lead singers of Jane's Addiction and Aerosmith are providing a soundtrack for the filmmaker behind the Medea films. Question number five. The men behind the hits Harvest Moon and Bust a Move just invested in some math-inspired graphic art prints from the Dutch artist best known for his tessellations. Question number six. 
Three actors were just cast in an upcoming project. Past credits include Grease, Magic Mike XXL, and Paper Moon. Question number seven. The blockbuster director behind Avatar just cast the star of There's Something About Mary in a biopic about the soulful singer behind the classic At Last. Question number eight. The king of Tin Pan Alley and composer of the classic White Christmas just wrote a song about the first president of the U.S., inspired by the words from the author of The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. the answers for round four, celeb smash-ups. Question number one. The clue was, the lead singer of the Culture Club is teaming up with half of Wham! to perform a private show for the retired basketball star behind the number 23. And the answer is, boy George Michael Jordan. The only thing I want to know is how do I get a ticket to this cool concert? This would be a crazy show. <laughs> <laughs> Question number two. The clue was the men behind the hits Rocket Man and Donka Shen are composing a new song about the popular Western actor, also known as the Duke. And the answer is Elton John Wayne Newton. Question number three. The clue was, damn Gina, the bad boy comedian and the king of Latin pop are paying tribute to the TV host and wonderful creator of champagne music. And the answer is, Ricky Martin Lawrence Welk. Well, that's a mouthful. <laughs> There's a lot going on there. Question number four. The clue was... The lead singers of Jane's Addiction and Aerosmith are providing a soundtrack for the filmmaker behind the Medea films. And the answer is Stephen Tyler Perry Farrell. Should I apologize now for this entire round? It's a mind bender. Which actually took me like multiple weeks to concoct. <laughs> oh, I bet. Question number five. The clue was, the men behind the hits Harvest Moon and Bust a Move just invested in some math-inspired graphic art prints from the Dutch artist best known for his tessellations. And the answer is, Neil Young M.C. Escher. You know those two actually did do a duet, though. Really? And it was actually a hybrid of the two songs listed and was called Harvest Move. Oh, sweet. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I was like, that mashup would be wild, but I'm here for it. <laughs> Sorry. You took me on a ride there. I was like, play the song clip now. Hey, DJ Prime Tracks, friend of the show. 
see what you can do with that. Mash those up. The band Poolside did an incredible cover of Harvest Moon that we included on Smothered and Covered. Yes. Mm -hmm. It does translate well, so you never know. Harvest Move, who wants to take that on? (laughs) Question number six. The clue was, three actors were just cast in an upcoming project. Past credits include Grease, Magic Mike, XXL, and Paper Moon. And the answer is Stockard Channing Tatum O'Neill. Your dream man Michael McConaughey's in Magic Mike. So I assume that you've checked out that franchise. You would assume correct. <laughs> Boo hiss. <laughs> we can still be friends. Thank you. <laughs> Question number seven. The clue was the blockbuster director behind Avatar just cast the star of There's Something About Mary in a biopic about the soulful singer behind the classic At Last. And the answer is Etta James Cameron Diaz. Hey, Kelly. Yes. Do you have any issue with Cameron Diaz portraying Etta James? Yes. <laughs> I think Me too. a lot of people would. <laughs> I had to get creative. I definitely had to make some stretches this round. I've already apologized once. (laughs) Question number eight. The clue was, the king of Tin Pan Alley and composer of the classic White Christmas just wrote a song about the first president of the U.S. inspired by the words from the author of The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. And the answer is George Washington Irving Berlin. So what the cuss does the king of Tin Pan Alley mean? No idea. No? No. Tin Pan Alley is a name given to a collection of New York City music publishers and songwriters who dominated popular music in the U.S. in the late 19th century and early 20th century. Hmm. There you have it. Shocker. It says they were upstaged by rock and roll. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no surprise there. Moving on to round five. So as always, round number five is our connection round. It is a series of seven seemingly unrelated questions and answers that are somehow connected. So the answer to number eight will be the connection. Question number one. What planet in the solar system has a total of two moons? Question number two. What American luxury department store chain opened in 1867 with namesake reference to its flagship store address in Manhattan? In 2013, Hudson Bay Company purchased this retailer, but the name remained the same. Question number three. What Australian actor posthumously won an Oscar, a Golden Globe, and a BAFTA in 2009. Question number four. What county in Nevada is Las Vegas located? Question number five. What is the name of Jack's ghost dog in the Tim Burton animated classic, The Nightmare Before Christmas? 
Question number six. Containing the solar system, the Orion arm is a minor spiral arm of what galaxy? Question number seven. What classic historical adventure novel set in the 1620s was written in 1844 by French author Alexandre Dumas? It's connection time, and question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. And just as a reminder, the bonus anagram will be due at the end of this round. Here are the answers for round five, our connection round. Question number one. The planet in the solar system that has a total of two moons is Mars. And the two names are Phobos and Deimos. And they look like rocks. I know that moons are rock, but they don't look like spherical. Apparently, they're very small. Oh, cuties. Question number two. The luxury department store chain, with namesake reference to its flagship store address in Manhattan, is Saks Fifth Avenue. Question number three. The Australian actor who posthumously won an Oscar, a Golden Globe, and a BAFTA in 2009 is Heath Ledger. A true loss. Sad times. He was just getting started. Yeah. Question number four. Whoa, Kelly, what was that? Was that the sound of a triple tater? Bow, bow, bow. If you correctly answer this question, you will receive three points instead of one. Good luck. The county in Nevada where Las Vegas is located is Clark County. Let's go to Vegas, Kel. Whoop, whoop. Vegas is open. <laughs> well, I think it dangerously has been open a lot over this past year and a half. <laughs> That's true. It's been open for a while. I do love me some three-card poker, though. Question number five. The name of Jack's ghost dog in the Tim Burton animated classic, The Nightmare Before Christmas, is zero. Question number six. Containing the solar system, the Orion arm is a minor spiral arm of the Milky Way. Question number seven. The Alexander Dumas historical adventure novel written in 1844 is The Three Musketeers. Question number eight. The answer to question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. And we had answers like Mars, Saks Fifth Avenue, Heath Ledger, Clark County, Zero, The Milky Way, and The Three Musketeers. And all of those answers include brands of popular candy bars. Yum. Tasty. Yeah. What's your favorite candy bar? Butterfinger. Is it? Yep. Big time. I like anything with peanut butter. Safe bet. And you know what I don't like? What? Almond Joy or Mounds. Those are trash. Those, <laughs> when you get them, when you're trick-or-treating, 
you put them straight in the trash. Yeah, those aren't my fave. No, they're nasty. If anybody wants to come at me, you know where to find me. Triviatimepodcast at gmail.com. Bring your case. You wrong. (laughs) Returning to our bonus anagram of the week, our bonus anagram this week was into crusty. Hey, Cal. Yes. Are you into crusty? No, I don't think so. (laughs) I don't feel like I'm really into it either. Unless it's like pizza crust. Or like the corner pieces of brownies. Yeah, I like those things, so. (laughs) But not in reference to hygiene. No, 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 no. (laughs) We out. Only in reference to carbs. (laughs) Yes. One thing is a friend of the show and the other thing is not. The question that went with this anagram was... What actor portrays the character Joe in the 1959 classic, Some Like It Hot, a jazz saxophone player and impulsive ladies' man? And the answer is Tony Curtis. Into Krusty scrambles up to be Tony Curtis. Thanks for listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. Tune in every week for new episodes. We'd love to hear from you if you have any questions or feedback. Our email address is triviatimepodcast at gmail.com and our website is triviatimepodcast.com. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for weekly round reveals, free answers, and bonus questions. That wraps up this episode of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I'm your host, Kelly Sharon, and I've been joined by our quiz master, Ricky Lime. We hope you enjoyed listening and playing along. If you did, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. We might even give you a shout out in a future episode. Our background and answer break music this week is Get Susie with the Corks by Origami Repetica. This has been a Pick and Shovel production recorded in Long Beach, California. Special thanks to Zach, Lydia, Abe, and all of our trivia buddies. Until next time, later later, taters. So I've never heard of disco fries. I'm assuming that's something, maybe it's just a DJ name, but regardless, like I feel like I've got my hot thumb on the world of potatoes, and (laughs) I think I have to try some disco fries, whatever that is. They must have a really good sauce. Something, right? (laughs) A little remix on potatoes. I love a good disco nap. Disco fries after a disco nap would be epic. Yeah, yeah. Hot pairing. Double disco. (laughs) Whoop, whoop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Potatoes. When I was researching last names that are also first names so I could like tie names together for this round, Kennedy came up on some like baby name list. And the article basically was like, the meaning of Kennedy is misshapen head. It is currently number 45 on the list of popular girls' names. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. Ah. You can't just roll through that. That's hilarious. Kennedy (laughs) means misshapen head. And it's like, it's very popular among babies right now. Next. (laughs) I mean, they do have misshapen heads. The Kennedys? No, babies. Oh. (laughs) I mean, some do. But who are we to say what's misshapen? Am I right? You're right. I shouldn't judge. Mm -mm. Take it all back. Side note, my college friend had a band called Dental Damnation. No big deal. Ah.